The only thing you can count on in your existence is never understanding why. Fool quit, you're not gonna do shit. I let her chop my balls off too before I lost to you, Nick. I was defending all the tariffs that you Same kind of people. How are you? Hey, it's Amy. You can hang out with me on Twitter at the Amy MCR on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram at Amy MCR. Subscribe to the podcast in iTunes on SoundCloud. Let me know that you're listening. I'd like to hear from you. Shout out to JV621. Shout out to Sandy Chick, Alicia in Greensboro. Um, thank you all for listening. I appreciate you being a part of the podcast and for taking time out of your day to uh, listen to me and hang out for a few minutes. I learned this week that nine out of 10 people are biased against women, to which I have questions. This comes from a study that was conducted over nine years in 75 countries, and they said that 91% of men and 86% of women hold at least one bias against women in relation to politics, economics, education, violence, or reproductive rights. Apparently, a third of these people think that it's okay for a man to beat his wife. They're calling it the first gender social norm index. So out of that 75 countries, they are collectively home to more than 80% of the global population. You can read this for yourself. Literally Google nine out of 10 people found to be biased against women. It'll bring up the article, which is on theguardian.com, and you can read it for yourself. Uh, the first gender social norm index. And of course I have questions because what does it mean to hold at least one bias against women? I could continue to read and it said that, you know, only 40% of those surveyed thought that a man would be better for like political office in any realm. So that's 40%. That's less than half. How many of them were men though? <laughs> no. Like, and I'm guilty of it because if I go to Home Depot and it's a woman there and this, I know these people aren't like, I've known people who've worked at Home Depot and Lowe's. Okay. It's not like you go through extensive training to, you know, figure out where you're going to, what, what department you're going to be in once you're in there. But if I'm in Home Depot and I see a woman, I'm like, mm, is there a man I could speak to? One time I had called the cable company. I was at my mom's house and she has an alarm and it's all connected. The alarm, the Wi-Fi, the phone. And so we had switched. I want to say we switched like, you know, Internet service providers and I were hooking it up and trying to get it all going. And the alarm is going off on its own. We're all home. The alarm's just going off and I'm on the phone with this woman. And she's like, nope, you did it right. That's it. And I was like, okay, can you put a man on the phone? This is not right. Do you hear the alarm in the background? So I think I also have a bias towards women when it comes to certain things. Whenever something happens, uh, if it, like abortion comes up, women are like, I don't want a man to tell me what to do with my body. And I respect that. But I don't want a woman to tell me what to do with my body either. Just because you're a woman doesn't mean that we agree on. There's plenty of women I do not agree with. <laughs> and that's just like, why can't I do what's right for me if it only affects me? Why can't you do what's right for you if it only affects you? And um, when it comes to bias, there's a lot of, you know, there's a height bias. Taller people are seen as stronger and better leaders. There are so many subconscious bias that I don't even know that we know that we have them. 
There are a few books I could recommend that you read. Blink from Malcolm Gladwell was very eye-opening for me personally. I was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, it's really interesting stuff. You Are Now Less Dumb is a great book. It talks about groupthink, why we do what we do, how if you're waiting in a line at a bathroom and every you come in, there's already five people in line. You just stand there. You don't go through and look at the doors because you trust that the first person and the four people behind her have already looked under to see if any of the stalls are open. But I've been in situations where you go in and there's one stall open, but people just thought it was locked or the first person thought it was locked. And because the first person didn't go in there, nobody else has gone in there. So there are a ton of biases that we have that I don't even know that we know that we have them, that we consciously make these decisions. Do we think men are better leaders or is that just what we've been shown more? So we just go with what we know. Is that a, is it a conscious decision to be biased or is it an unconscious decision to be biased? Um, and so again, you can check out that article if you want to check it out, just Google. It's from um, The Guardian and you can just Google, it's nine out of 10 people found to be biased against women. It's interesting, it's interesting. And it's kind of like, damn, 86%. And I would like it to see what the other way is too. Like, are we all biased against each other? Do we all just have bias that would like, would the numbers be relatively the same for men or are the numbers on both sexes higher against women? Because then it's like, damn, I'm fighting men and women. I'm fighting all of you. (laughs) You can check that out and let me know what you think about that article. Also, man, I saw this video, uh, this woman, this chick on Twitter the velvet rope underscore posted it and I try to not instantly react. I try to ask questions first. I try to get a fuller story before having a reaction. I try not to make, not not to be a headline reader and just see this and instantly react. I don't, you know, I don't want to take a, take a side without knowing the full story. But there's this video, it's from Brooklyn, and this kid is, um, the the video starts, uh, and this kid is being pinned against a wall or a fence um, from plainclothes detective cop. And he, the kid is asking questions. And I say kid, he's probably in his early 20s. Um, I can't tell. The cop is holding him. He's not dressed in anything that identifies him as a police officer. And he is not saying that he's a police officer. You just see a gun on his hip. He's wearing like khakis and I I think like a a jacket. He's holding the kid by his chest against the fence. You know, they're facing each other. And the cop's looking around waiting for what turns out to be backup. And the kid has his hands up and he's like, what did I do? Why are you holding me? What is like, look at me, look at me. I'm talking to you. You're not looking at me. Who are you? What is going on? What is happening? And within two minutes, it goes from, you know, him being pressed against the wall to now four more police officers come in and like tackle this kid to the ground. And half of them, the way they're pushing and pulling on him, he can't even get down on the ground. Although he wasn't even resisting to begin with. He was asking questions. He wasn't being acknowledged. And just watching that, you can hear like this kid's voice. It's it just it literally set me into a spiral because you can feel just like the lack of control uh, of your own person, of your own body at that point. Like you aren't even yours anymore. His frustration at not even being acknowledged. He's asking this guy questions like, what did I do? What is you know, what, what did I do? What did I do? 
And this is what it looks like to simultaneously stand out and be invisible. And no one's helping. Doesn't anyone see this? Why is no one helping? It doesn't matter, though. And it doesn't matter because here come the other three, four or five police officers. And then he screams. And I was done. I had to turn it off. Turns out it was over joint. And this video happened, I want to say around seven or eight o'clock at night. The two, um, it was from the 69th precinct, I think is in Brooklyn, that they had reports of two people smoking marijuana in a park, in the park. And apparently you're allowed to be in the park until nine o'clock. For whatever reason, he decided to walk away from the park and I guess he didn't have anything on him at the time. They all went to go look to, you know, you see that there's a follow-up video, which I only watched a portion of because I was pretty distraught from just watching it. It doesn't even happen to me. So it's over a joint. It's over weed. And can you even put yourself in this position? What it must feel like? I smoke weed. Is he more of a criminal than me because he's black? I've been arrested twice. I've never been treated like this. I drank and I smoked weed in a public park and I would absolutely never even question that I'd be shoved against a fence walking by myself, that four grown ass people would tag team me despite the fact that I wasn't resisting and pretty much making their efforts uh, of laying me out even harder because half of them are pushing me up while the other half are pushing me down. And that's it. Your body isn't yours. The outcome isn't yours. The adrenaline in your brain is pumping through your body because both are sure that you're not going to make it out of this alive. And when black athletes protest police violence, some people have the immediate smug response of why don't they protest violence in their own neighborhood if they care so much? Why aren't other police protesting against the behavior of the few bad seeds since it's so apprehensible, since it's so frowned upon, since it's not all of them? It's the same reason the Me Too movement came out about a small group of famous men in positions of power when most women are being assaulted by someone they know and love. So you tell me, why is this happening? At the velvet rope underscore, watch the video. She has another video up there as well about a gang of kids jumping this chick and taking her sneakers when she's passed out on the sidewalk, when she's unconscious on the sidewalk. This shit's tough to watch, man. I also saw Congressman Ken Buck. He had posted a video of him having his AK-15, AR-16. I don't know gun terms. I don't know what it is. It's some letters and some numbers and it's covered. His gun is covered in like American flag, like uh, rap or whatever. And so he posts that on his Twitter and Rep Haley Stevens retweets it with a comment that this is not acceptable. And I was like, just for fun, let's go through the comments. And the immediate comments that you're going to see on either side are people who are against what the original person is saying. So most of the comments are arguing their opponent rather than supporting the person that they want. And I just found it interesting that our first instinct is to tell a person, fuck you, you're wrong. 
Like if you're an AA, you don't go to bars and yell at people about why they're wrong, right? You go to AA meetings and find like-minded people who want what you want and who will help you get to who you want to be. And I just find on social media that it's like, God, you can't do anything or say anything. And that people who would never say anything of of certain nature in real life, all of a sudden it's a problem. Everything and anything is a problem. I tweeted yesterday morning. Hey, do we ever think that maybe Arizona is onto something and that maybe we can stop changing clocks around for no reason? <laughs> like, why do we do daylight saving? I'm cool. I like this schedule. and I think this is daylight. I think this is a start and then it ends in November. I don't or I don't know if it starts in November and then ends in March the following year. Um, but we act like chopping an hour off the top and putting it on the bottom. Eventually, if you want to see more sunlight, get the fuck up earlier or stay up later. I don't, there's only so much sunlight in the day at any given day. If you want to be up for it, get up for it. I don't, it makes no sense. We used to do this for farmers, didn't we? It was so that they could see. I have no idea why we did this. People are telling me now it's for kids at school. It's dark still. It's dark for a lot of it still. Why does it matter? Arizona does is like we're not we're not participating in this we're staying out of it and some guy told me he was triggered from that from this comment hey did we ever think that maybe Arizona is onto something and that maybe we can stop changing clocks around for no reason I had a middle-aged man in Massachusetts tell me that I triggered him I triggered him because he couldn't because he needs daylight he called himself a light defender and a time scientist, or maybe he called me a time scientist. <laughs> and I don't think, I don't think you need to be a scientist. The clocks tell us what time it is. Nobody knows. No, nobody here knows what time it is. Clocks tell us. We only know what time it is if somebody tells us. You can look at the sun, sure. But again, that's just us figuring out what the universe is saying. Nobody knows that this is the right time. We're just winging it and hoping that it's true. And we've all agreed, hey, let's, we'll have Apple sync up our phones. It'll be fine. They'll tell us what real time it is. They seem like a trustworthy company. But imagine being mad over that. What has happened to you that you looked at that and thought, I'm triggered from that comment? It felt enough compe- he felt compelled to continue to tell me things about Daylight savings time. Do you want to hear some of them? Perfect. I'm glad you do. I was in the mood to read them. Just wondering if you ever thought about the fact that Arizona is one of the most southern states and on the West Coast. So an hour on the morning from November till March doesn't mean nearly the same thing as an hour to anyone more north and east. He put a question mark on the like, are you asking me a question? I don't mean to be a jerk, but as a normal person, I'm triggered today with the hot takes from time scientists. I live in Mass, and today is my fave day of the year. I love light at night, but in winter, it'd be pitch dark at 8.15 in the morning and really hard. So what does it being pitch dark at 8.15 in the morning have to do with it being light at night? For my triggered butt to get up and go to work as a normal person, time means less in Arizona. Time means less in Arizona. If you're in Arizona, fuck you. That's what this guy said. (laughs) By being south, they pick up 20 to 30 minutes of light. We don't get... And they start life not on Eastern Standard Time, so it's different, i.e. stock market, etc., which isn't true. The stock market's on Eastern Time. Sports are on Eastern Time. New York has pretty much run the world. Okay? Sorry I'm triggered. Have fun. Hashtag defend light. Hashtag time scientist. I asked him, I said, what's your, 
a normal, what does normal mean to you? What are you talking about? He said, normal. I can read, have a job, cry at Matilda, can, can't fix the car, but can change a tire, play with my nephew, but enjoy going home after. I can flip between MSNBC and Fox and yell at both TV screens. Well, I'm glad you like you so fucking much because I don't. <laughs> like, why are you bothering me with this nonsense? And I know that social media is on there to be social. I get it. But what? Why? Join whatever your version of AA is. I think they used to call them clan meetings. No, I'm just kidding. Just find people who think. I don't care if people don't think like it doesn't bother me. If just be you be what you want to be in your own corner of the world. I pay rent here. Fuck. Leave. Let me just pay rent here and leave me alone. God. So with that in mind, I asked you, hey, what, you know, in an effort to be less offensive, since everything is a hot take, if somebody's offended, somebody's triggered, what could I talk about that will not be seen as offensive? And shout out to Dave Zangaro. He said chick stuff. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So now I introduce to you, I'll turn to Amy. Hey guys, it's Amy. Thank you for checking out my beauty vlog. So I just got this new Ipsy box in, my new monthly Ipsy box. And what's so great about it is that it gives you samples so that you can literally sample the products. That's why they give you sample sizes so that you can see what you like. You can play around with them and see what you like and whatever works for you, then you can go buy the full size. This way it's less waste and you get to experience so much more. Oh, hold on, my phone's ringing. Hey, Megan. Yeah, I went with the natural look last night, but it took me like three hours to get ready. No, I completely missed the entire Post Malone show. Yes, because it took me three hours to get ready. I know, I just spent all the time doing my makeup and then I put on a sweatshirt and sat on the couch. But I got some dope pictures in the bathroom beforehand. I know, just send me some of the snaps you took. So I'll just post them with the hashtag like latergram because I was actually enjoying the night and nobody will know. As long as people on social media think that then I got to go, it's fine. Okay. 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 And then what? She did what? No. Megan. No. Oh my God, what a whore. You're a whore. She's a whore too. Sluts, you guys had a wild night. <laughs> I know. Okay, okay, bye girl. Bye, bye girl. All right, bye girl. Uh, remind me to tell Stasia that Megan's such a bitch. So anyway, make sure to follow my page, subscribe, and leave comments. And then next month, we're going to go over Ipsy makeup samples too. That's enough. Let's go back to me having an opinion. <laughs> Just the tip. Just the tip. Oh. But it's fine, right? I mean, nothing bad's ever happened from just the tip. I can feel your temperature rising. Just the tip. Just the tip. This is a great tip and a great reminder if you're getting ready to move. Uh, when you're packing to move, make sure you leave out a few things. I create, I always keep a little Amazon box um, that has my 
hammer in there, a tape measure, uh, scissors, um, something to write with, like a little notepad, a little pen. Um, you can keep your chargers in there, any kind of nails, that stuff, and my tape for packing tape because I swear you're going to pack all this stuff up and be like, oh, I got there and have no way to open it now. So when you're preparing to move, make sure you leave a little like help kit, tool kit to the side that you take with you. Just the tip. Just the tip. And I've just been watching a shit ton of Curb Your Enthusiasm, so I don't have any new TV for you to watch. But I'm reading a really dope book on creativity called Sweat the Technique from Rakim. Highly recommend you check that out. Thank you for kicking it with me. Hope you have a great first half of your week. Cheers.